As AI continues to revolutionize our world, there's a critical conversation we can't ignore. AI safety and security. And that's where HackerOne's AI red teaming comes into play, rigorously testing AI models to prevent them from being misled or exploited. HackerOne employs over 2 million ethical hackers, and 750 of them specialize in prompt hacking and other AI security and testing. So HackerOne isn't just theorizing, they're actively safeguarding AI's future. Just recently, a team unearthed over 100 vulnerabilities in just two weeks. So whether you're at the helm of a startup or steering product innovation at a large company, it's time to prioritize AI security. Visit HackerOne.com slash AI for more. Again, HackerOne.com slash AI. This episode is sponsored by Porkbun.com. Porkbun is a refreshingly different domain name registrar that's different from the other ones like GoDaddy or Namecheap. They've got low prices on hundreds of different domain extensions. They've got everything from .com domains to really cool ones like .pro, .dev, .xyz. Every domain name at Porkbun comes with tons of freebies too, like SSL certificate, who is privacy, DNS, URL forwarding, and hosting trials. Because why pay for things that should be free, right? All these incredible features and tools are backed by incredible support, 365 days a year, and more five-star reviews on Trustpilot from real customers than anyone else. Look, you can get a dollar off your next domain name from Porkbun and see why they're the best domain name register around by using our code. Just go to porkbun.com forward slash rocketchipfm24. That's porkbun, P-O-R-K-B-U-N dot com forward slash rocketchipfm24. You'll save a dollar on your next domain. This episode is brought to you by Gigantic. At Gigantic, you can level up your product skills through live small group cohort-based trainings. We're incredibly excited to welcome you to our next cohort of our product strategy training kicking off in January of 2024. This course will take you through the frameworks that product leaders use at companies like eBay, DoorDash, Groupon, Rent the Runway in order to scale their teams. It's taught by Ben Foster, a friend of this podcast, who is the former chief product officer at Whoop. So come join us. Go to gigantic.is. That's gigantic.is. And save your seat for our January cohort. Your potential is gigantic, and we're here to help you reach it. Go to gigantic.is to reserve your seat today. Welcome to the Rocket Ship Podcast. I'm Joelle Steiniger. And I'm Matt Goldman. Today we talked with Michael Selipek, co-founder of PIC. What do you think, Joelle? I like this one a lot. Um, it was interesting to hear how they take the freemium approach to getting into enterprise organizations and how they really kind of foster that organic growth among employees to get their foot in the door in these companies and then kind of upsell from there. Yeah, he was actually also employee number 17 at Yammer as the director of sales. And it sounds like Yammer grew in a very similar way. They let employees adopt the product in their company. And as people joined in, it just became more and more in use. And at some point, they had to reach out and start the sales process. And it sounds like that's what they want to do with Pick too. So enjoy. 
we'd like to take a moment to thank our sponsors. Hover makes purchasing and managing your domain simple and easy. This week, I talked to Max of Why Decision about why he uses Hover. I was using Enom and GoDaddy for domain registrars, and I was looking for something different. I came across uh, Hover then. What I really liked about Hover was it was easy to use. I had a clean interface. I'm a designer by heart, so I like things like that. Go to Hover.com and use the code Satisfied Customers to get 10% off your domain purchase today. HostGator is the easiest way to get your business up and running fast. This week, I talked to their marketing coordinator, Kyler, about why you should be using HostGator. It's not hard to get online. And if for whatever reason, you cannot do it on your own, uh, building a website, doing WordPress, getting started, we're here 24-7. Personally, me, I'm not here for 24-7, but we have a team here dedicated to assist you to get you and your dream online. And you're not alone on building that kind of idea. So we're here for you. Go to HostGator forward slash promo forward slash rocket ship to get 30% off today. You've heard me rave about CodeShip before. It's because they're an incredible team building an amazing product that makes my days happier and my code more reliable. Recently, they shipped an incredible new feature. It's called Parallel CI, and it allows for faster testing than ever before. Early access customers like Product Hunt have improved their development speed tremendously. If you haven't yet, tell your dev team to start a free trial. They have a super generous free plan, and they also offer 20% off three months to all Rocketship listeners. Sign up at codeship.com forward slash Rocketship. Hey, Michael, tell us a bit about where you got started. Hey, Matt, thanks. Um, yeah, so I started back in 2009 at Yammer as the 17th employee um, as a sales uh, individual. Um, I was carrying in my own bag and had my own sales quota and, and spent a year doing that and uh, showed some early success in that position. Um, and then was quickly uh, promoted to the director of corporate sales. Uh, corporate sales, we focus on companies, 2,500 employees and below worldwide. Built out the corporate sales team here in San Francisco, uh, where we're located, and uh, quickly built out that team to roughly 15 individuals and then uh, actually moved to London to uh, further build out the uh, business side of the organization and open up our EMEA operations. Um, and again, built that team out to roughly about 18 individuals in terms of corporate sales representatives and sales development individuals. And then Yammer was acquired in the summer of 2012 by Microsoft. So spent some time uh, in London further integrating the process of uh, transitioning things to Microsoft. Um, and then uh, eventually left Microsoft back in the summer of 2013 to work on uh, kind of my own endeavors. When you're targeting companies of that size, how are you going about finding them and what was the the reach out process looking like? Yeah, great question. Um, And I think, uh, which was very unique, the position that we are in with Yammer, uh, Yammer being a freemium model. So anybody with the company provided email domain could go to yammer.com and sign up for their Yammer network and automatically get funneled into their network with their colleagues. So we kind of had this sales pipeline that was uh, really generated from the product itself that allowed the sales individuals, Yammer, to um, email those individuals and and further help develop their uh, their Yammer network. Um, So it was a very warm process, I guess, compared to traditional methods of just cold calling, cold emailing, and all those uh, um, older tactics. Um, So it was a much much more um, easy door opener to, uh, to get in touch with these individuals. Tell us a bit about what you're working on now with PIC and uh, some of the things that you've carried over from those days at Yammer. 
Yeah, great question. Um, so uh, PIC was founded by myself and my co-founder, Ryan Mendigo. Um, we worked side-by-side at uh, Yammer for over four years together. And while we were at Yammer, we continued to schedule uh, you know, a large amount of meetings, uh, both internally, externally. Um, and just the pain was always there with back and forth of trying to find a mutual date and time to meet. Um, I think that a lot of people can relate to this, whether it's in the enterprise world or even in the consumer world, trying to uh, you know, schedule a time to grab drinks with your friend to catch up with them. So we talked about the idea a little bit, kind of kicking some things around. And then the acquisition happened with Microsoft acquiring Yammer. And a ton of recruiters started reaching out to us. And they would email us all these time blocks listed out, um, you know, listing out, you know, I guess a dozen or so time blocks. And we just, the light bulbs kind of turned on right then and there, that we realized that so many people are wasting so much time trying to schedule meetings. And it wasn't just our problem, you know, it wasn't everybody's problem. Um, and at that point, we uh, looked into the market, uh, we looked at existing products, uh, I mean, we looked at the holes in those products, and we, uh, we realized that there was a huge opportunity here. And with that key opportunity with PIC being to, to basically compare people's calendars in real time and show mutual availabilities. Um, and so we started on PIC in March of 2014 and, uh, and launched um, in January of 2015. When Rain Wilson realized he had a special gift for talking people to sleep, he had two choices construct a massive speaker that would blast his voice to every person in the country or invent a talking pillow. AT&T Business eventually talked him into the pillow thing. And backed by a reliable network, the only network with built-in security controls, Sleep With Rain was a hit. Take your ideas to the moon and beyond at business.att.com. That's business.att.com. So was your intention to go after similar size companies that you were working with at Yammer? I know this can obviously work for anybody from, you know, someone setting up drinks with a buddy to someone at a big organization. But who who did you really start to go after in the beginning? Like who was in your mind when you were building this? Yeah, so we actually had a customer development process well before we launched. So we, you know, we wanted to get out there in the field and just interviewing people in terms of how they schedule, how they, how they, how they uh, manage their calendars. So we had a good idea of our early adopters and uh, who, who they would be. And actually, it turns out that we were fairly right. Um, a lot of those early adopters being sales professionals, um, recruiters, executive assistants, uh, people in business development. And uh, we're seeing most of the usage in smaller companies, anywhere from 500 employees to below, but um, as well as larger companies as well. Uh, but a lot of the heavy adoption is uh, really kind of the, uh, the sales departments and recruiting departments in terms of... You know, those people are the ones managing their calendar and scheduling meetings on a continuous basis. The approach was uh, somewhat similar to what we did at Yammer. Um, I would say at Yammer, it was a little bit more widespread. With PIC, we're trying to be a little bit more focused uh, early on. So with Yammer, you would have people, you know, you'd hit this threshold of a certain number of people within the organization starting to use it, almost like with Facebook, a certain number of students at the university using it. Would you wait to see a certain number of people in the product in a company before you would start the sales process or do they come to you to unlock the next level of features? How's that work? Yeah, that's another great question, Matt. So you want to go for the low hanging fruit, right? So with Yammer, we would reach out to active networks, um, networks that were actively having conversations and posting messages, you know, as opposed to a network that might've been dead or or idle. Um, So, you know, initially we would reach out to those networks um, that had usage 
because they are, you know, organically finding value in the product. The product was spreading virally too across the organization, um, you know, like wildfire. Um, so we'd reach out to them to make sure that they're kind of, you know, um, structuring their network and creating specific groups for sales, marketing, et cetera. And uh, again, just giving them best practices for getting the most out of their products. So that was really kind of the low-hanging low fruit was the, uh, the active networks that we'd reach out to uh, initially. And was that just all organic? I mean, were you just kind of relying on people to do it on their own and spread it within their organizations? Or did you have some techniques to like foster that? Yes, I think uh, we can answer that in two ways. Um, So these networks were growing organically for the most part. Yammer never really spent too much money into marketing, not until at least the later days of of Yammer. Really, it was just, uh, you know, if if for anybody who's ever seen Yammer, uh, it mimicked Facebook very, very closely. And that was completely intentional by design. Uh, Again, we wanted to make a smooth transition for people using products in the consumer world aka Facebook, to using Yammer in the enterprise world, in their, in their business world. Um, so the adoption grew quite uh, organically and rapidly because it was a very similar experience. Um, again, I think we're seeing this shift with um, consumer-grade products, uh, but with more you know, security standards um, moving into the enterprise space so that they are easier to use. But um, you know, as we built out the Yammer teams, we had customer success managers, and this was a division that was really um, focused on kind of taking that organic growth and really growing it exponentially. So with Pick, why does the freemium model work best for you guys? I mean, why not go with a more traditional corporate sales process? What is it about the product um, or your vision for how you want to grow it that makes that model work for you? Yeah, I think uh, more than ever, um, you know, people want stuff for free, <laughs> right? Everybody wants everything for free. And before somebody is willing to pay for something, you have to prove some value to them, right? So with Yammer, it was the value was in this transparent form of communication. Uh, with Pick, um, it's in the effortless and ease of, of finding a time to meet with somebody and scheduling a meeting with them, right? So, so as you get people to use the product more, um, you can then offer premium versions of the product so that they can gain more value out of it. And, and naturally, with a free product, you're able to grow quite quickly, right, in terms of a user base. Um, and scheduling meetings is inherently social, right? You need to schedule meetings with other people within your, your uh, network. So those are kind of the, uh, the tactics for that. So do you have plans to take PIC to the enterprise? So again, PIC can be used by anybody. You know, college students are actually using it quite heavily right now. Uh, but a lot of our focus is in the enterprise, um, with uh, different lines of businesses. Uh, later this year in 2015, we'll uh, implement a premium version of the product to kind of enable more control, customization, and, and give the users more flexibility in terms of managing their, uh, their schedules and calendars within PIC. How have you guys funded it to date? Because when you go freemium, you know, the period of time before you can start making money off of it is much longer. So how are you guys funding that transition? Yeah, yeah, uh, good question. Um, so my co-founder and I have been bootstrapping it since since March of last year. Um, actually, just last week, though, uh, we received some great news. We were accepted into an accelerator, Acceleprise, here in San Francisco. Um, so we completely bootstrapped uh, up until this point, uh, but we'll be looking to raise a seed round of funding here in the next couple of weeks. Going through an accelerator like that, what are you guys hoping that that'll do for you? Uh, the product's out, you guys... Did you originally launch it on Product Hunt? 
Um, actually, Product Hunt was just from a, uh, a completely random person out in London. We launched on January 7th. Uh, somehow that individual came across Pick because we didn't have any press that day, not until a couple days later. He came across Pick on January 8th and submitted it, and then we hit number one on Product Hunt on January 8th, and then the uh, press kind of was a domino effect from there, getting covered by TechCrunch, uh, Lifehacker, um, and, and a variety of others. So you have this good launch. The next step is to go into this accelerator. What are you hoping that that'll unlock for you guys? Yeah, so I think a couple things. Um, I think number one, um, really just kind of helping um, you know accelerate the process of everything with regards to the uh, the business and the product itself. Uh, so product development, accelerate that um, introductions into investors, and then um, and then third, uh, partnerships with other platforms out there. Uh, we've talked to a handful of companies out there, and they see a lot of potential in integrating Pick, a scheduling component, to their existing platforms. Uh, because a lot of these existing platforms are missing scheduling components, uh, such as Salesforce or recruiting recruiting tools or any other t- sort of social graph where people are looking to uh, to connect. Um, so I would say funding, product development, and in uh, partnerships are the three main elements that we uh, plan on getting out of this accelerator program. And for other companies that are like you guys that are maybe freemium or a low monthly cost, are there any low energy sales techniques? that you can use to, to you know, grow your customer base without actually doing full-time sales? Yeah, I mean, I, I think there's a ton of growth hacks that you can leverage you know, for, to get attention to either your product or yourself. There's you know, kind of a mass follow option on Twitter, right, where you can kind of mass follow a variety of different pos- prospects to gain attention to kind of um, you know, bring in leads into your door. Um, I think there's a handful of things you can do with that. Um, you know, I mean, there's, there's so many startups out there nowadays with trying to find people's email addresses and, and giving you talking points, uh, like refresh, for example, talking points with prospects. Um, so, I mean, I would just look at a ton of tools that are, that are launched out there. Um, actually, there's a pretty cool collection on Product Hunt called Sales Tools. Uh, but if you look in that, there's just a ton of different tools that you can look at to kind of um, make your life a little bit easier in terms of uh, sales tactics. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for coming on and, and sharing more about Pick with us and Yammer. It's been really cool to hear about the sales process and what your plans are. Excellent. Thank you guys very much as well. And for uh, the listeners out there, check out Pick. Our domain is pick.co, P-I-C-K.co. And if you want to get in touch with me, my email address is michael at pick.co. Awesome. Thanks, Michael. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Rocket Ship Podcast. If you enjoyed it, we have tons of other awesome episodes on our website. Check them out, rocketship.fm. And make sure to check out our app discount section, where we feature discounts from amazing companies like Treehouse, Wistia, Woo Themes, all giving you exclusive discounts for being a Rocket Ship listener. So go to rocketship.fm forward slash essentials.
Cause our tears come from him